0: This is Ross Valerie Journey, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, this is Vivian Campbell, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks.
1: Welcome to episode 377 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing you the best rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues talk on the net. Episode 377, we are joined by Collective Soul bassist Will Turpin. Will has got a new album that will be coming out on June 8th. It's called Serengeti Drivers. uh, And also, he is going to be going on tour with Collective Soul. Uh, They're doing a rock and roll express tour with uh, three doors down and also soul asylum that's going to be kicking off in late june Uh, unfortunately for those in the western pennsylvania area they're not coming to pittsburgh this year but uh, as we talk about in the interview they have some big plans in store for 2019 uh, for the big anniversary tour so hopefully we'll get to see collective soul uh, one of those bands i know in preparing for the interview i looked back and was just amazed by how many songs collective soul had that uh, you maybe didn't even remember that War collective soul song. So uh, certainly a huge catalog of uh, material and uh, great to see them out on the road still going strong. And uh, Will's new solo album, Serengeti Driver, uh, is always neat when you see these kind of solo albums from artists in established bands because it gives them a chance to spread their wings and go into music that may not fit... Uh, the mothership. Um, you know, Will's album goes into a lot of different types of music, a lot of different instrumentation, a lot of guests, um, things that you can't necessarily do under the moniker of Collective Soul. Um, so it's really neat to see this side of a musician and I think uh, you know obviously home recording what it is allows a lot of musicians to do this kind of stuff so I hope uh, you get a taste for it. We're going to play a song for you in just a moment uh, to give you a feel for it. You can visit uh, will turpin's website I you can visit his facebook page um you can just google will turpin collective soul is very easy to find or you can go to the links on our website we'll have a link for this as well the album drops on uh, june 8th and uh, let's play the first track from that it's called demons then we're going to get into that in an interview with will turpin To Welcome the Iron City Rocks. We have on the line bassist from the band Collective Soul, Will Turpin. How are you doing today, Will?
0: Doing good, man. You doing all right?
1: Yeah, you are um, set to, in the next, what, two weeks, three weeks, uh, release Serengeti Drivers, your second uh, kind of official uh, solo album following up uh, an album you did a couple years ago, an EP, actually, you did a couple years ago, Lighthouse, I believe it was. Um, can you talk a little bit about this collection of songs and how they came together?
0: Yeah. Um, Serengeti Drivers uh, is 11 tunes. i um, recorded it over the last uh, three or four years, um, which is, again, since the Lighthouse release. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, I, I started off uh, playing... Piano that was really my first instrument, and then I, I focused on drums for a long time. So while I make a, while I make my mark on the music scene playing bass, mm-hmm. um, I frequently uh, am playing piano. Um, so I, a lot of these songs start on piano, and uh, I, you know I just don't feel like you know I present songs to Ed and the guys at Collective Soul. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, but most of these songs I don't even present to them. I just feel like they're a different vibe and uh, they belong kind of in a different spot. So, uh, you know, it makes sense to record a solo record.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, you, that's certainly very well said. When you go through the album, you don't hear necessarily a song that I would say, you know, this is what I would call a, a collective soul-sounding song, um, you know, at least from, you know, the songs you hear on the radio and, and that kind of thing. But... Um, you've got a very eclectic mix of stuff I mean do you perform most of the instruments on the album or how do you have other musicians joining you yeah
0: there's uh, there's 16 other musicians I chose a uh, I chose a lot of people that I know Uh, most of these guys I've known for um, since we were in our early 20s so most Mm -hmm. of these guys I've known for 15 20 years Uh, some of them Mark Wilson plays bass on three tracks I've known him since he was a she was a kid. Um, right. I got some friends from Georgia State School of Music on the record and uh, all kind of friends that uh, are playing. I- I'm on every track for sure playing something. Sure. Uh, but I didn't even list my, uh, my credits. I just figured it was overkill. So if there's a credit... Or if there's an instrument you're looking for on the record and nobody's credited for
1: it, that
0: means I played
1: it. <laughs> you're the process of elimination. You're the guy on the uh, on the tambourine on track four. That's kind of yeah, work I, its way from. Yeah, I
0: played percussion. That. I played drum set on a song. I play Obviously, I play bass on everything except for the three tracks. Marks played on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, Serengeti Drivers. You know, it was kind of a dream sequence I was having when I started recording this record and. It was, uh, it was me kind of uh, in a desert, um, and uh, it was kind of like, you know, when, when you hear the phrase, not all people who wander are lost. I kind of felt like I was wandering, but I wasn't lost, I felt comfortable. And then I'd see friends, all musician friends, having a good time in a car, kind of driving by and just waving at me like, hey, there's Will, all right. And I'm like, hey, there's, you yeah. know. And that was kind of the, the dream in a nutshell. And so As I started asking players To record And and, and play different parts for me uh, The the theme Serengeti Drivers um, Kind of became more and more uh, More and more relevant to me so.
1: When you approach An album like this I mean I, I know Listening to the tracks There's A lot of different flavors I guess maybe Is a way to, to say it And, and it's, it's a very intimate Record Even though you've got So many people on it Is it you know, when you're in a band, you know, in, in your day job, you know, as I call it, um, you, you're kind of a collective unit, um, no pun intended, but, um, you know, kind of a gang, you know, you've been a cohesive band for many, many years, uh, but when you, when you do this, you're stepping out and, and you're putting, you know, your name, your, the, you know, when the house lights come up on, you know, the CD release, the light's going to be on you, is that a comfortable feeling for you at this point in your career?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like I, you know, it's not one of those things where that's what I want. You know, I want mm-hmm. the spotlight on me, but it's certainly comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I started out. I was, you know, I, I was actually, you know, fronting a band uh, with two, you know, with Ross and Shane, the original Collective Soul guys, uh, and right. we, were, we were playing outside shows when uh, when Collective Soul was jamming too. Because you know, but right. b- before you're signed, you want there's it's always room to play for play with more than one band sure so uh yeah it's comfortable i I, i've never really thought about it being uncomfortable and 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 all through all the years i've always played here and there i've always played uh some sit-in solo gigs sometimes um i've done a lot of stuff where it's just me and the piano which is even uh and i kind of force myself to do that just because it's such a uh it's such a stark difference than being in a band. And, yeah. uh, and it kind of forces you to go at things a different way. And, and I feel like there's a lot of growth there.
1: So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting when you look at a band that had the commercial success you guys enjoyed for many, many years and multi platinum, um, to see musicians who are still inspired to do these type of endeavors where, you know, it's, it's out of the comfort zone, so to speak of you know it it, you know you guys are certainly earned the right now to to literally you could just go and play greatest hits collection and tour year after year and there are many many bands that do that and don't really right kind of scratch that artistic itch you know which I certainly can hear on this album this isn't you know I don't listen to this and say you know he's he's just trying to come up with some hits Um, this is certainly a very you thought provoking album Um, you know it's got great musicianship you know, but it's certainly not a, a cash grab. You could tell it's a labor of, of love. Um, so it, it's refreshing to hear that. You because know, you think of certain bands and you'd say, okay, I can't ever imagine. You know, the bass player of this band stepping out and doing a solo album, or you know, you know, they just kind of do what they do and they make their money and, and that's how they do it. So it's it's neat to hear that. Um, when you did this album, you did this. Uh, you, is this real to real still operated by your your father, or is it a still a family run business?
0: Uh, it's still around, uh, it's, it's, uh, my dad's still a partner, but he's not active day-to-day anymore, he's a, sure. he's more of a figurehead, because, you know, mm-hmm. he goes way back, I mean, that studio was built in
1: 1980,
0: um, mm-hmm. uh, and it's in a different location now, the original studio okay. was built in a, in the basement of a house, okay. um, in the small town that the original Collective Soul all grew up in, so, okay that studio was kind of the meeting spot for a lot of musicians on the south side of atlanta Mm -hmm. only 20 miles south of atlanta but still a a small town um you know that's where ed cut his teeth he's six and a half years my senior so that's where he cut his teeth really working on his songwriting craft Mm -hmm. um while we were growing up the rest of the guys in collective soul you know we, we watched and admired what ed was doing and uh and without that studio, you know, I, there's probably not a collective soul. Um, so it's a it's it's a it's Special. a historic place, and there's a lot of lot of lot of love and a lot of lore involved with that studio.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 always great when you have some of those places. I mean, obviously places like Muscle Shoals, you think of that, and Sun Studios. It's some of those places that just have magic and history in the walls and in you know the people that have been there and the albums that have been made.
0: Um, oh, absolutely
1: you know and it's it's funny I, I have to admit i never until preparing to speak with you never realized the collective soul was from the atlanta area you know because and it's interesting because you, you a lot of bands that came from atlanta you know or in, in georgia have some similarities in sound you know when i think of like, right. like blackberry smoke and the the right. black crows and things like that it would have never in a million years guessed with the sound that you guys had that you were from you know in the Atlanta area more or less yeah um, is,
0: I mean if you let me expand on that a little bit yeah sure that, that's all it, that goes back you know that goes way back um, people people assumed we were Australian they assumed we were West Coast but no one ever heard a collected soul thong and went that's Southern Rock you know
1: no although,
0: no. although we were extremely influenced by all those southern rock sounds we were probably more influenced by probably more influenced by stuff like you know it, it, as far as america goes we're more influenced by the cars or or tom petty and and our biggest influences were were you know part of the british invasion uh, the mm-hmm. beatles elton john that's sure. zeppelin um we were really influenced by REM back in the day, and that's, I think that's another band you can say uh, doesn't necessarily sound like a Southern rock band. I
1: mean, not, not at I'm all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was curious. I was actually going to ask you about REM being from Athens. You know, if if there was any, you know, because you guys weren't that far behind them as far as you know commercial success. If you interacted with the the, the band at all. Um, you with, know, uh,
0: yeah, we've, we've definitely uh, met Peter a, a number of times. Mm-hmm. And Mike Mills, uh, we've hung out with him a number of times. Really good guy. Uh, haven't, hung, haven't had a chance to to, to hang out with Michael Scythe. Uh, but they're still in Athens all the time. And, uh, yeah, you know, so I, I'm, speaking of them, I'm ready for a new record from those guys, too.
1: Amen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's been, I can't even remember, you know, the last time I, I went and got a new R.E.M. on. But there were a band that, you know, when they broke, you know, I would have put them from anywhere else on earth other than, you know, the, the <laughs> lower quadrant of the United States, you know, it's just the sound. And I look even,
0: at that as a, as a good thing, because, yeah. I mean, I, it's not like we're afraid of our heritage or, or trying to be anything but southern rock. It's, sure. It's just, that's just where our influences took us, to sure. the collective soul sound, and it wasn't as much as I love the heck out of Black Crows, Allman Brothers. Mm-hmm. And learned to respect and really love Leonard Skinner. Although when we were younger, I have to admit, especially the Leonard Skinner thing, because of the their fan base in Georgia, right, when I was really young, I kinda shied away from it a little bit because yeah. I didn't associate with a lot of those fans. I associated right. with you fans of U two or NXS sure. or the right. police. That's the stuff I was into in the 80s. And R.E.M. I mean, R.E.M. Yeah. was a big deal to us. We grew up in Georgia. It was a big deal. Before before anybody else really knew about it, it was breaking in Georgia.
1: Right. Yeah, and it, it would have been a bit cliche, you know, if you guys had come out with, you know, two gold-top Les Paul players and, and, you know, kind of did that jam thing, you know, in that era. It wasn't era.
0: us. It wasn't right. us, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, even the Black Crows. I mean, to me, I, I listened to them and, and you know, some of the really really good stuff I've always associated more with some Stones, more so than even the Almond Brothers. But but certainly it had yeah, agree you that. know Southern flavor to it. Where you guys and REM, uh, sorry you know if you were trying to do that I would have said you failed. But you know cause it just, <laughs> you never you know you just you don't hear that. At least I didn't. You know so, and that makes it so neat. There we there we mentioned the B 52s from Athens. <laughs> yeah yeah that's. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I have my hats off to them for, for the amount of money they make on, you know, wedding receptions, on royalties for, you know, the, get that song played everywhere still to this day. <laughs> um, so, you know, bless them. But they were totally original. I mean, at least, you know, there weren't... It didn't know, matter
0: where they came from, right? They were 100% original.
1: Yeah, they they could have come from the moon. Um, they were certainly original, you know, so my, my but, hats but I off I don't
0: know how, how far this band goes out, but a, another band that... Um, Kevin Kenny was technically grew up in Detroit but Mm. you know they're a Georgia band Driving and Crying was also a big influence during my teenage years a a really big influence
1: yeah I remember that Fly Me Courageous song that was a killer guitar riff you know that was
0: yep and and the record before that Mystery Road mm -hmm. uh, I mean as a child or say a child at 15 16 years old I probably had to buy three or four of those CDs because you know we'd scratch them or or whatever yeah
1: A criminally underrated band. Uh, it's it's good to get get their name out. Um, I, I I'd be remiss not to mention you guys are going to be on tour with an, another band out of the south, Three Doors Down, uh, this summer, and Soul Asylum. Can you talk a little bit about how that tour is going to shape up? You know, are you guys doing like kind of mini headlining sets or trading off, or how's that broken down?
0: Yeah, we're we're playing right in the middle. Um, we kind of like that. We're getting uh, an hour, twenty minute set right in the middle right in the sunset Um, and uh, you know we've toured with Three Doors Down we've never done an extensive tour like this but we've done some festival runs with them where you know we're kind of all booked in the same festivals for a couple weekends in a row and uh, get along great with those guys they they put on a good show and uh, you know it's uh, I think it's a good package for rock fans so uh, you know the Rock and Roll Express unfortunately is not heading to Pittsburgh
1: but, no, we'll, um,
0: man, there's get... so many great venues and great towns these days. Yeah, when we started 24 years ago, there was half as many venues and secondary cities that you can play now. I mean, you can yeah. play. There's so many more nicer venues, especially in that 10,000 yeah 10,000 capacity range, and you know we're doing uh we're doing close to. Fifty dates with the Rock and Roll Express, and Pittsburgh's not even on there, which is a shame. Uh, we've had yeah. Collective Soul's always had great shows in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, it has been a great history with you guys, and it, but it's good. I mean, I'm always f- happy for some of those markets when bands do the you know Akron, Ohio's and the Wheelings, and in some of the cities that you know when, when a band puts out the tour, and you know, a lot of times it, and we get those tour dates for everybody. It's the same 15, 20 cities. You know, and a lot of times, P- Pittsburgh's kind of right on the cusp of being in the in the heavyweight cities, but not quite. So, you know, there are plenty of tours where we see it'll hit like Cleveland and then Philadelphia. But it's always good to see the, you know, the cities that maybe don't get the the mega tours uh, to get live music, you know, because it's, it's a wonderful thing, and it's, you know, a lot, I'm sure, you know, a lot of the audience that you guys had, um, you know, when you first kind of blew up, you know, those are the kind of people now that, are, you know, are... Settled in now, they have some kids, but they can get out to shows again now. They're you know got a little more disposable income, um, you know. And people love to go and you know hear just you know so many memories with your songs, you know. You you tell uh, tell the Alexa to play Collective Soul, and it's you know 45 minutes before maybe you haven't recognized a song, you know. And that's it's yeah. a, a wonderful thing. You know, you guys have built um, quite a legacy, um, and that's
0: kind of the one of the last kind of undiscovered magics of the world really is uh is how music can change the way a person feels change the way they think it can bring up memories right in front of your face like it like it was yesterday
1: yeah so that's
0: that's what i really enjoy about playing live and uh, and and it's obvious people like you said we're in the wheelhouse of people who have a little more income now that they can Mm. go to shows and uh and you can see it in their face and feel it and the energy that they throw back on stage. It's, yeah. it's amazing.
1: Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. Well, Will, I want to wish you the best. You're doing two release shows down in Georgia on uh, the 6th and the 8th. The new album comes out on, is it the 6th that the album drops?
0: comes out on the 8th, Okay. Uh, technically on that Friday. So it'll be available iTunes and all the streaming platforms that you're used to.
1: Okay, uh, wonderful. Yeah. And, 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 uh, I'd be remiss not to mention Collective Soul has a new live album. that has been out for about six months now, uh, which is kind of your first proper, you know, non-orchestra uh, live album that you people yeah. can pick up as well. It's a fantastic. Yeah, I was record. excited
0: about that. Uh, you know, and uh, next year is twenty-five years for Collective Soul, so we got a new record and we finished. Uh, we finished over twenty songs, so I don't know if it's going to be a double record or if we're going to do like a part one, part two. Mm-hmm. All during the same year, 2019. But uh, let me tell you, man, it's uh, like you said earlier. It's uh, as much as we could just sit back and go play shows and do the greatest hits set. Uh, yeah. The the greatest fulfillment we still get in life is creating, and uh, this new stuff is exceptional.
1: That's
0: wonderful. I'm, uh, I know I'm I know I'm part of the band, but uh, we're still doing it
1: excellent well will i want to thank you so much for your time and i'll let you go you've got i'm sure a lot to do to get ready for the tour and we wish you all the best and hopefully we'll see you in pittsburgh if not in 2018 get back here for the big anniversary next year okay
0: yeah i'm sure we'll be there soon enough man appreciate your time
1: again Serengeti Driver his new album will be out on June 8th uh, he and his band uh, Collective Soul will be hitting the road with Soul Asylum and Three Doors Down uh, that tour starts on June 25th out in uh, Calgary and, and literally winds his way across the country and spins around a few times they do get to Clearfield County Pennsylvania for a show uh, in the uh, month of August so if you're a big Collective Soul fan and you can't wait until 2019 Get out to Clearfield to check them out, and Will will be doing a few uh, shows in the uh, Georgia area, um, some solo shows for the release of the album. So if you happen to be in the Georgia area, you can visit Will Turpin's Facebook page uh, for the information on that. It's Will Turpin Music is his page. So do invite you to check that out. Also, a special plea, and I don't want to to beat uh, our listeners over the head with this, but we could use our listeners' help on this. Uh, the Pittsburgh City Paper, which is one of the premier entertainment magazines in uh Pittsburgh area, is having their annual Best of Pittsburgh competition. And we've been uh, very fortunate that Iron City Rocks has been uh, nominated as one of the ten finalists for Best Local Podcast. Uh, the website is pghcitypaper.com, and you'll find a link for Best of PGH up in the top uh, right-hand corner Uh, A lot of great podcasts, Um, actually I believe 8 of the 10 have nothing to do with music uh, Some sports and other things like that Uh, Two of us are in the musical spectrum So we would very much encourage you, if you have a moment, to take the time to vote Also you have the opportunity to vote for some of the best um, Pittsburgh restaurants, uh, Pittsburgh musicians Which we encourage you to do as well Um, Not so much about winning, but we want to show... um, you know kind of the market that there is a demand for musical content uh and that pittsburgh is more than just a sports city um you know from listening to the show i personally am a big fan of sports but uh, a big fan of music as well so it's nice to see music represented in that arena so again that's pghcitypaper.com click on the best pgh link and uh, best podcast is under people and places so i would uh, Thank you very much in advance for just considering voting. We would we really appreciate it. So we also invite you to check out our website, ironcityrocks.com. We'll have links in today's show notes for Will Turpin's uh, album if you want to get your hands on it or find out where Collective Soul is touring. Uh, we'll have all that information. Also have a concert calendar that bring you up to date on everything that's coming to the Pittsburgh area. Uh, and as we turn the corner into June, uh, no shortage of just massive summer concerts. Uh, coming to our city. it's one of the years that I in, in doing this show, we get concert announcements from artists all the time. We get you know here we're gonna be releasing a tour. here it is. and many, many times Pittsburgh has been off that list. Um, you'll see a Cleveland and a Philadelphia, uh, but no Pittsburgh. and very excited and in 2018 it seems like almost every major tour is hitting Pittsburgh. So uh, I invite you to get out there while the weather is warm and, and check out whatever it is. if you're a metal fan go see a metal show if you're a country fan go see a country show go see something though uh it helps keep the uh the economy and then the promoters are able to continue to bring these great bands to pittsburgh so best way to keep them coming is to show up when they do come so until next time we want to thank you so much for listening you take care